This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. The World Health Organization is backtracking comments it made yesterday about asymptomatic spread of COVID-19. Dr. Maria Van Kerkhove leads the WHO's Emerging Diseases Units and said this. But from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. Those comments drew widespread criticism from physicians. And today, Dr. Kerkhove now says it's a really complex question and much is still unknown. She said she was referring to just very few studies that actually try to follow asymptomatic cases. She was saying that the World Health Organization is estimating that 16 percent of people are asymptomatic and can still transmit the virus. Some models suggest up to 40 percent of coronavirus transmission might be due to asymptomatic spread, but much more research is necessary. At the same time, the head of the World Health Organization is warning that the coronavirus pandemic is still getting worse around the globe. This is not the time for any country to take its foot off the pedal. I'll have you say his name, Dave. Okay. (laughs) That's Tedros Adnanom Ghebreyesus telling reporters Monday that almost 7 million cases of COVID-19 have now been reported with almost 400,000 deaths worldwide. And of course, you know, those comments from the WHO yesterday took a lot of people by surprise, I think. There was so much criticism because so much of the government's response to the lockdown and all these restrictions that are in place, so much of that was based on the, the notion that asymptomatic people do spread the disease. That's right. I thought when, when I first read that, I thought this was the this was the World Health Organization saying, oh, never mind. Right. But apparently it's a little more subtle than that. And so the bottom line is, despite what uh, was released yesterday, stay six feet apart, still wear your masks. May not feel like it now, a lot of rain in the forecast this week, but summer is just a few short weeks away, and that typically means thousands of people crowding onto ferries for trips around the Puget Sound and the islands. It is a very different story this year, however, because of the pandemic. Yes, the sailing schedule for the ferry system has cut way back, but just how far back? Let's get the answer from Cairo Radio's Chris Sullivan. Basically, what we're looking at now is the winter sailing schedule. That means fewer boats than normal, fewer sailings than normal as we move into what we normally get in the expanded service over the summer. Ferry Systems' Ian Sterling says there just isn't the demand right now. We're down about 50% year over year, maybe 60% of how many people we'd normally carry this time of the year. So it's not uh, crowded at this point in time, but we are definitely seeing um, demand come back some. Sterling says there were some hour-long waits on some of the runs over the weekend and that riders should be prepared for that with this continued reduced sailing schedule. So Chris told us there are a few reasons for sticking with the winter sailing schedule throughout the summer. The first is money. The ferry system only collected half the fares they expected in March and April. And Sterling says the lack of extra funding from the Washington State Department of Transportation could keep them from beefing service back up when necessary. WashDOT as a whole, and we're part of WashDOT, um, is losing about $100 million a month. And that's not all. There's also a crew shortage. The Coast Guard requires a certain number of crew members per sailing. If the ferry doesn't have them, it doesn't sail. And the pandemic has put about 150 members of the maritime operations crew on the sidelines. 
help keep our workforce safe, um, there are people that are nearing retirement age or are in an at-risk category when it comes to COVID-19, and those folks largely have been reassigned to telework where possible or, you know, what have you. Yeah, definitely we have a reduced uh, workforce at the moment just because of that. And ferry maintenance is also behind schedule because the shipyard had to close early on in the pandemic. But here's a glimmer of hope, Dave. They might be able to add boats back in on a handful of routes as demand increases. Can we plug uh, vessels back in and crews back in as needed? That's the plan, to kind of do it at a, at a modular level where we see uh, demand on a specific run. We'd be able to perhaps, you know, add some service back on or restore some service. But we're not at that point yet. One of the places they're looking to do that is up through the San Juans where they might add a third boat. Also, it looks like they might be able to add a boat on the Southworth uh, triangle there over to Vashon uh, as well. But don't expect uh, to get back to a three-boat schedule on Bremerton or Bainbridge or things like that anytime soon. So if your plans include a ferry ride this summer, you need to plan way ahead, you need to be flexible, and you've got to check the schedule because it is not what it has been over the previous years. I heard Sully this morning, by the way, talking about the fact that the this ferry system just needs new blood in in its uh, workforce because a lot of the captains are older and there are fears that if one of them gets COVID-19, that would obviously be a bad situation. That's right. And that takes a while to build up the uh, the bench when it comes to ferry captains. This will continue until further notice, but uh, never fear. The State Department of Transportation website has regular updates so you can find out exactly when your ferry leaves and when it will arrive. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.